It's our Chung. And it's Drewski. And if you want to sponsor our show, please, Maple please, you should probably sponsor. Yes, please. We do need it. I want the monies. But no, on a serious note, <laughs> <laughs> we want you to sponsor our show. This show could be your show, too. So hit us up at info at media 40 F O R T Y T W O dot com. So that's info at media 42.com. And let us know. We'll send our rates. And maybe the show could be sponsored by you. you. Hmm. Link in our description. By description, I mean in the details of the podcast. That's right. It's the Maple Syrup Podcast, baby. Cheer. My light syrup is rich and delicious. Well, my syrup is very thick and rich. <laughs> you like maple syrup on your pancakes? Canadian made with no artificial ingredients. This is... What is this called again? (laughs) This is the Maple Syrup Podcast. You alright there, Chum? I think so. This guy has an awful case of the bubble guts. Um, I don't know if it's sushi that I ate. Well, it's not even sushi. It's the mac. It's the... um, what did they call them? The spicy rolls? tuna? Or did you use I the mac one? I spicy tuna, man. Yeah, be careful, man. It just takes one. Just takes just one. one. Well, it's the maple syrup podcast. You so. want it to lose weight. I mean. Yeah. But <laughs> you know what? That's the sacrifice it t- has to take. It's our chung. It is Drewski. I don't um, like your level of your level of excitement. I understand your belly hurts, but we got oh, no, a big no. show today. Oh, no, no. We got a... The energy is there. It's just... It's on the internal side of me. Um, I don't know what this guy is crazy. You're gonna come, 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 come inside. Oh well, if this isn't our friend Luca Capone, I don't know what he's doing here. But anyway, um, no, the energy's internally here, um, but it's inside. I know you can't, you can't, you can't really move around a lot when it's the bubble guts. It, it's inside, but I feel good nonetheless. Thank you guys for tuning in. We're 21 episodes in already. Ooh, this is our season finale. Yes, it is, and we're, we're not gonna take a break between season one and season two. But I don't even know how do you even have seasons in podcasts. You don't. We just go right back into it next week. Which I find absolutely no, no. We'll take a little break. I think. I think we like a week. (laughs) You're gonna gonna become irrelevant. No, man. You can never be. You just do like the little filler show. Can you stop with the? So we got this guy uh, from the night shift, uh, uh, Mr. Capone. We'll just call him Mr. Capone. So for those that don't know, the voice that goes, "Mm, "Give me some of that." How does it go again? I don't know. I haven't even heard the imaging for it. Wow, really? Wow. I, I, you give guys me some of that me. sweet, I'm sure sweet it's great. syrup, baby. I'm sure you guys did a great Ooh, job. And give I me some of that sweet, sweet syrup, baby. Yikes. You're horrible. Get out That's of my face. That's why I voiced it, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> get out of my face. <laughs> why are you guys doing seasons for it? It doesn't make any sense. Just I'd, keep on doing it. I don't know. It's I don't know. I think we need no. We need to listen. We've been we've been good. How about every twenty episodes you do a special episode? This is a special episode. This is a special oh, okay. episode. That's why it's the twenty first so season finale. It's the season finale. Oh okay. Why don't you ask me to be on the show more often? Because you were on the first episode. Oh, that's right. And that was terrible. Anywho, I remember. Thank you guys for subscribing. How can they find us there, Chung? You can find Luca Capone at Capone.Luca. <laughs> He's an amazing drummer. And, uh, oh, he, no. Okay, no, he's not. Average drummer. Who do you play um, for, uh, Luca? Does my breast smell? No. Okay. But you're just all up in my grill. Sorry, son. I am. Because the mic's <laughs> close to your face. Um, 
I'm, I apologize for intruding, but I just I feel like I needed to come in as that super substitution to just finish off the match, like an Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. A what? The Norwegian striker for Manchester United, Mr. Red Devil fan. I didn't even hear what you said, man. I've been on my phone. Yes, I know the striker. Here's a question, though. Uh, what did you ask me initially Why I came back on the mic? I didn't even ask you a question. Oh, I Capone just said, Luca. Well, I said, what, what, <laughs> what the, band at, do you play for? Oh, I play for two bands. They're both called Zelzar. Goodbye. But they're both different bands. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was wild. Uh, you're gonna hear a lot of him. Uh, we we in, keep it all in, in the next. Oh yes. Oh okay. I'm okay with it. It's a special. Sh- it's a special episode. Why not? All right. Can we get back to the shits? Um. Yeah. Really, dude. <laughs> it's because he got poop. <laughs> Thank you guys for subscribing on Apple Podcasts, uh, at Google Play, um, at our good friends at SoundCloud. Huh. Um, wow. And. Of course, our great friends, our amazing friends at Indie Creative Network. Shout out Wise and the whole team, Indie Creative Network. Make sure to follow them at icn.dj. That hasn't happened in a while. That every, hasn't happened in a while. Everybody's trying to get up in this. Everybody's trying to, to be on the podcast today. Trying to, up, trying today. to, bring, trying to jump in, but you know what? We ain't got no time for you today. None. That's why. But you know what? Let me at least start with this. The Junos. We'll say that for the next episode. Trash. That's We're, all I want to say. We'll say that for the next episode. However, I am congratulations proud to the winners. Jesse, I'm proud of Daniel. Tory Lanez, congratulations Tory to Lanes, you. I'm proud of you. Uh, Northern Touch. Um, we'll touch on that next episode. Anyway, let's not cut. Let's not cut to the shits. Oh, There's the pun again. Look, this week we got someone great for you to listen amazing, to. Amazing, amazing. Right, it's a near and dear friend of mine. Really, like he, That's he's family. Like it's really and I'm though well, thanks for coming in the clutch, man, because that was dope. Yeah. Um, I can bring uh I can bring people in too I that are can. relevant to the <laughs> urban community. <laughs> I never I never took that against you or took that away from you. I know you didn't. I just want to shut up the haters. Whatever, man. Um The energy is here because the next probably forty four minutes you're gonna listen to is nothing but gems from an artist that I've uh, I really revere, um, based out of Bristol, UK, Aye. by way of Toronto, Canada. Aye. Um, he's been tra- he's been blazing a trail since the early uh, 2010s. Since the early 2000s. 2000s, yes. Early, since the early yes. 2000s. Let me not do that. Yep. Here is our conversation, a dope conversation. Wouldn't you agree, Mr. Drew? Look, any new artist, grab some pens. Anyone that wants to do something, listen to the gems this guy's about to drop. Mm-hmm. Here is our exclusive with KJ, aka Keita Juma, right here on the Maple Syrup Podcast. Yeah. Ooh, give me some of that sweet, sweet syrup, baby. I was asking questions with no answers. This ain't feel the same. Candy coated raindrops through my window set the scene in space. Tell me what's your nearest star. I tell you with no hesitate. Down beneath the deck, people forget, but I don't miss a day. Oh man, Drew, you came through this time. Yeah, goddamn right, I came through. Say it again. Say it again. Pause. 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 You, you, you're far. You're far. You're far. through? You're, you're far. What through? Um, I'll let you take the intro, please. Listen. This is episode 20, oh, 20. 21. Is it 21? Yeah, I think this is the last episode okay. for this season. Mm-hmm. So we only had to do it right because um, 
when Drew hit up hit hit hit, hit up this artist uh, to come through, I was like, no way. I was That's like, family. What are you talking about? Yeah, I was like, I was really? like, That's I was family. Like, How do you like, mean? I was like, no way. And then to prove it, he showed me. You know the inboxes. I'm like whatever. I'm like I said this artist is not here. He's he's too busy. Um, he's had such accolades as being selected as one of Red Bull Sounds selections. The irony. Yeah. Um, I I don't even want to start with the albums because me saying the albums would be doing a disservice to him mm-hmm. because it's way more than the albums. It's way more. It gives it's, us a piece of his life. It's the about? it's the sound that mm-hmm. comes with it. Mixing a little grime, mixing a little garage, mixing it with a little hip hop. Bristol, what up? Hey, Bristol born, but Toronto raised. Mm-hmm. Know that? How you mean? Know that? But um, that's a big part of everything too, right? But I'm so glad, elated. I I kind of made like a little gesture about him being a philanthropist slash <laughs> like world changer, magic man. But he's all around a good guy. Real big in Toronto. Real big. Real big in the UK. Uh huh. Real big in Germany. Drop a bomb that one. <laughs> Drop a bomb one. I'll time. get him real quick. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Family! None other than Mr. Kita Jumag, a.k.a. KJ, a.k.a. What are the other AKAs? The architect over yeah, here. The architect. back in the day. Two-tone, Two-tone, Emilio Lucius. Emilio Lucius? <laughs> wow, oh, man. How A are, breath of fresh hair. A breath of fresh, fresh hair. Hair, yeah. like H-A-R. Air to the freshness. H-E-R. Yeah. H-E-R-I-R. Get yeah, funky with the wordplay. Whatever, man. <laughs> How you doing, bro? Doing really good. I'm man. really good, man. Hey, it's a me beautiful sh- day. Share a story. Yes, please. Share okay, a I need to know. Story. I need to know. You know how we realized this family? I think I was 14 at the time, and we had um, we had gotten on a YTV show mm-hmm. a long time ago. I mean, it was in grade What's 10. The show, please the show was show. System Crash. It was the fifth season, and there wasn't many black people afoot on no, that we on that actually. set. <laughs> we were the only. <laughs> it was me. <laughs> the cu- the cousin Marcy, yeah, Marcy <laughs> and KJ over Shouts here. Shouts out to Marcy. So we um we chopped it up. We had a good day on set, and yeah. then next week we over at Uncle Lou's Uncle at a bar Lou's at a barbecue. barbecue. <laughs> I see this guy. I'm like, what are you doing here? Uncle He's Lou. like, oh, that's my uncle. Right. I'm like, oh shit, Bristol's in the house. No way. Yeah, you know man. Uncle Lou. Yeah, yeah right. Man. Table tennis. Little dance floor with the mini bar. Little dance floor with the mini bar was popping. That place right? is hot. And that's a funny <laughs> it's a thing. Jump off. Because <laughs> that's a funny thing. Like you, you, you don't know who you're talking to until you, and especially with being in Toronto, because it, it's so mm-hmm. small. We think it's so big, but then as soon as we get older, it's like everybody knows somebody. Exactly. So even like even the relationship between like you know Drewski and you KJ and the music aspect, because I know you guys were kind of like reminiscing. Mm. Well, we both did music a while back. I've been following his career since he pretty much started, like banging on, banging on the side of the wall to make a beat in the middle yeah, of a green right. room, mm-hmm. just so that we could rap. You remember wow. catching one hundred and six and Park Freestyle Fridays in the green room? <laughs> and it was like, we need you on set. And it was like, whoa, whoa, wait, 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 wait. It was, it was poster that was boy. Gin, it was gin. It was, it was gin. Times. Oh my goodness! Yeah, yes. I thought it was real. Wow. Um, the question is the influence. Where, where did? It, Yo, this is a podcast. I can let me let me. Yo, I'm comfortable, KJ, right now, right. son. Right. No, I'm good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, like the influence, cause it just it just one day just didn't happen for you just to just do music. Something must have really ignited you to start it. I think it did. I think for me, if it's my story is even now when I think of it, like my age now is like I remember being four, mm-hmm. just being like, yep. 
I want to do this. I heard Snoop, and I was just like, yeah, I love this. I love, like, what this does, how I feel when I hear it. And then later, hearing what Timbaland did with production, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I was just like, this is wild for me. This is, like, so from, from that stage to hearing Timbaland with production and then to the rise of, like, House and Garage mm -hmm. and hearing jungle music and then moving here and then being around that kind of like you know. baby blue sound crew in Etobicoke. Mm -hmm. Yep, yep. Then this whole, everything started to swirl and yeah, my influences, it just excited me because there was so much variety. Mm -hmm. It's like the, the same thing that excites me now excited me when I was like eight years wow. old. <laughs> you want to talk about the integration. I've been listening to your flow for a lot of years and it's right. always been this perfect hybrid mash between the UK grunge garage feel and Toronto urban hip hop. And you happen to find that recipe that works. works. I works. hear that like right? from people and... I'm so appreciative to hear that yeah. because I think it just really speaks to the two countries I've lived in my whole life. Mm -hmm. You know, like I can't even not be that way. <laughs> it's just natural to me to hear those pockets and beats and want to explore them. You know. So then let, let's let's touch on the on the upbringing. All right, if I should ahead. say if I should say. So you need to get the accent. I'm, I'm not. Yeah, you know, right? I'm not bad with this accent <laughs> crap, man. You know, I'm bad with that. Um, did you find the upbringing? in Bristol different to Toronto or did you because obviously we, we see a lot of like the comparisons between London and Toronto very different how so Completely. and Drew you can you can yeah. attest to this too yeah. um I found the black communities in the UK more close-knit 100% than here like the sense of community the sense of family like even when I'm there now people will look at me and know what part, what family I'm from just mm -hmm. from looking it's on wild. my face in Bristol. It's wild. No, seriously. Seriously? Like, yeah, seriously. Black families black in families Bristol, know. character traits, because everybody's grandparents came at the same time. Right. right. And, and the thing is, it's it was such a small amount of black people coming mm -hmm. in at that time. Mm -hmm. So a lot of families got close-knit, close-knit, close-knit. Like, we're not related by blood. We're related by our families going to school together when they yeah. were kids. And, like, our parents know each other. And our parents know each other, and they grew up together. They sold their first car to each other. Like, yeah. all those things. Because it's, like, the same block. And the support you know? system after we came to Toronto was completely different as well. Mm -hmm. Right? Because that's where we grew up, right? And we kept in touch. Mm -hmm. And we have family that looked out and supported each other when one came from England. It mm -hmm. was always like, hey, okay, let me help you get set up. Let me mm -hmm. help you get to the point where you're good and you're financially okay. Mm -hmm. So then, KJ, from that transition from, obviously, I'm, I'm, I take it you, you came here when you are pretty pretty young. I was 12. So you, you right into right into right into the right into entertainment, eh? Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> right into entertainment. Right into it. So what was the transition like, you know, now coming to this big city? Obviously I take it Bristol's a little smaller than what Toronto is, or is it is it is it's it It's growing. But yeah, it's it's is the layout's completely different because it's there's a lot of hills. <laughs> you know, this is just like the center, you kind of go down into the center right. and when you're leaving you're going up a hill. So the landscape just feels different altogether, whereas Toronto is just so vast. Mm -hmm. You know, there's just so much more space here. And that was a, I think for me, like Toronto when I was a kid was like the movies. Mm. That's what, 
when they're like, oh, you're going to Toronto, I'm like, oh, this is where like they drink pop from the fridge, like <laughs> take cans from the fridge. That's a wild thing, man. It, I'm it like, never used to be like that. That's a normal thing there, like right. bottled water in the fridge. That's like what Canadians do in England is like, nah, nah we don't have that. Take it from the tap, Yeah, you go to the store. You mix the juice, you, you go to drink. the corner store. Yeah, you don't Everything have that Everything is concentrated. You remember yeah. Someone, um, Ribena, right? You just Ribena, gotta hit it like, with a little bit of, a little bit of juice and water. You gotta... <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, but squash, like, yeah, that's still there. Squash. People drink juice, like, you pour and a little bit, drink, add water. That's how you drink juice. You don't buy, you can buy juice like that, but mm-hmm. there's also another market, you know? But those little things and my fascination with arts and media from a young age made Toronto seem very cool to me because I'm like, all, like home alone, like, all these, this is where they are, mm-hmm. you know? I want to go there and... Getting here was a reality check because when you're in school, it is not the movies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it is school, and it's just not school there, which I enjoyed to some degree. And what was the first track that made you realize, man, I can really do this? Out the box. Out the box was huge. I I think up until out the box, I I kind of just didn't know where I placed myself, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and when I finished recording it. I was just like, it's whatever I want it to be. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to, when I sit down at the computer, I'm just pressing buttons and hearing sounds that I like mm-hmm. and then building from that point. And out the box, was just like, yep, all right, keep going. And it's not just about the, the sound for you. It's also the visual, I find, with um, your, um, your video repeat. It was so simple, but so complex at the same time. Yep, I gotta give credit to Lovato Stubbs for that. I've I've had the pleasure of working with like super talented people when it comes to videos mm-hmm. who are just as weird as I am and have crazy ideas. And it's just worked for me to believe in their vision and mm-hmm. just run with it. Let me let me bring up one name, and that's really where I kind of got my ear for you. My I am my ear for you. Excuse me. Um, when I say the name Shy Wisdom, what 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 what's that like? Cause who? Pre- yes, we had Burden Keys on the show. Burden Keys, and he mentioned that I believe the when I guess whenever he sent the beat to you or to you and Shy, yeah. it wasn't even completed, or he thought that that was one of his B listed beats, yeah. and he said the way that you two kind of really made the song. R- what the song was, um, it could only come from two creative geniuses, obviously you, Kita, and then Shy. But when I say Shy, working with Shy, what is like, when I say that name, like, because you kind of, see, for those that are listening, when I said Shy Wisdom, his eyes... We have to get some cameras in here. We will soon. His eyes kind of like popped up. She's a genius. She is a genius. And she's a legend. And I'm in awe of her talent. And her abilities and her writing style and what mm-hmm. she does with melodies and how she moves around sounds like and when she sent me that track mm-hmm. the same reaction you saw when you mentioned her right. name that was my reaction when i heard that track and i i must have heard the track wrote the verse and sent it to her within about 45 minutes that is cr- what wait hold, hold on 45 minutes yeah. This is like mixing my part of the verse from getting the email, her saying like, yeah, I want to send you this. And, All right, cool. Like, and now this is why I specifically, if somebody sends me a track, I want to make sure I got everything ready. Mm-hmm. 
so that when it plays and I'm like, ooh, that moment, can lay it down immediately. Right. But that track, it was, I think it was like 7 o'clock in the evening. <laughs> it was like by 7.15, 7.20, the verse was done. And I was just like, I like this. Like if you guys see his energy right now, this, it's so palpable. It's so palpable yeah, right now. He's the Canadian Andre Three Stacks. <laughs> wow! With the hat, with the two, with the two con, yeah, right? right? Over the ears. With the two, um, staying cozy. But then, so then, it leads to this because you get a lot of. Co- I will say you get a lot of comparisons from. I don't even know who to. Yeah, I like a Three Stacks because your 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 sound is not prevalent. Towards saying you're not hip hop, mm. but you're not grunge, mm. or sorry, you're not garage, but you're not grime, but you're not soulful, but you're not mm. this. Um, the importance of kind of staying out of the box, no pun intended. Um, the, the the importance of independence. You've always been that independent soul. Um, for some of the artists that are listening right now that are kind of waging war against themselves to kind of <laughs> yeah. conform. Mm-hmm. Um, why do you remain you? I've had great examples my entire life, and I've also paid attention and listened to those examples. Like mm-hmm. my father, not my my uncle, is an independent musician in Germany, makes reggae music, mm-hmm. and he's had his own record label since I was a kid. So I remember seeing the stickers of his record label in the house mm-hmm. growing up. So to me having a studio, recording people. And he was also the one who, like, he was in Germany and flew out his friends from Jamaica, gave them deals, recorded their albums, and released them on his label. So that whole idea of being, like, uh, resourceful Mm -hmm. with what you have, I knew that from, like, four or five years old, hearing his albums. Like, he's still been putting out albums. He's still releasing music. And then coming here, so there's like the indie scene in the UK that I experienced, Mm -hmm. where these guys were like grime crews, were traveling like 20 deep around the country with records, performing, whole city coming out, and then going to London and going to Manchester. And then coming here and seeing Baby Blue Sound Crew giving out mixtapes at Humber College. Shout out Kid Cut. Right? So for me, (laughs) I had constant examples, and I paid attention to it. And if you're talking about not the more popular rappers yeah. that were independent, like your Jay-Z's and things like that, listening to what they're saying, for me, I was like, this thing is about my identity. Mm-hmm. It's about what I represent, where I come from. Um, because my father played gangster rap, rap for me growing up, but he always said, this is their story. Mm-hmm. It's not yours. So then Jeez. an important thing was like, what is my story? Drop a bomb on that one. Right? Jeez. You, you don't have to live somebody else's reality. You can listen to it and experience it and respect it, but it doesn't have to be this thing you now chase because they've made it sound interesting. Crazy. See, this now I good. know that energy is a big thing for you. Yeah. When you're performing in Toronto and when you're performing in UK, do you find a difference in the energy of the crowd or is it the same type of vibe? I'll answer that for him. Well, I, <laughs> yes, I know there is. Can you just let the man, it's called the lob. <laughs> it's, it's it's called a lob. Well, so it's a lob lob. It's a lob lob. You lob one and lob two. You've been to England. You've experienced the scene there. God, I told you, I almost died at a rave, dude. Yo, Yo it's real out there, man. But so, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, but other people who haven't had that chance to experience yeah. the UK urban culture. I almost died at a rave, yo. Yo, the Martian is very real. Heavy. Which I love, though. See, I don't know if you were 
back when um, Level was in Bristol. Level. Jeez. Talk, talk your ish, Drew. So This is a good, co- this is a good conversation. <laughs> I think I was like 20 when I went back to England. And um, my cousin's like, oh, I'm going to take you to Level. I'm like, oh, okay. I don't know what Level is. All I know is it costs five pounds to get in. You get a lolly <laughs> and one drink. AKA <laughs> drugs, everybody. No, <laughs> no, it's not even the drugs. It's for after you take the drugs. I didn't know that at the time. I'm like, yo, these guys are handing out candy at the door. This is lit, right? <laughs> I went over, I went downstairs to fix my S curls. Yes, I yes, did. did. Yeah, yeah, I said it. I went yeah, to make sure the S curls were popping. <laughs> there was five people in the club when I went downstairs. I went to the washroom, I fixed my ass curls, I may have been in there for four minutes. I came back up, and this place is 600 deep. And the energy, just to see a DJ and someone chatting on a track, it's such a different energy. How have you experienced um, the difference between the the Toronto sound and the crowd reactions to the UK? Yes. And there, like, because I think it's a culture of, like, appreciating people who you think are talented, the wheel up is something... That is just enforced if you feel like, oh, you're on one right now. Like, if, if you feel like in, you're halfway through your 16 bars mm-hmm. and everybody just recognizes you're in the zone, be like, no, 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 stop it, stop it. Wheel up, wheel up, wheel up. We need it again. And they'll tell you. Yep, 100%. They're like, they'll tell 100%. You. We need to take this in again. You hit a point. And I think that's special as a performer and as a crowd because we're all kind of paying attention yeah. to this building moment. And sometimes it doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you, you won't get a wheel up. But I think that's the special thing about it. When it happens, you're like, ooh, we hit that golden spot. Whereas Toronto, crowds are more skeptical. Mm. You know, we don't, we don't want to jump before you've kind of like... Proven yourself. Proven yourself. And for me, I think it was a great crowd to perform in front of for so long because that allowed me to know that I can't react to this mm-hmm. skepticism from you guys. I got to be me. And what I found is over the years, the energy I project on stage, it comes right back to me. But that's the thing, because I had a friend who was at your show while you were up, while you were up here on Tuesday. And they kind of said, I miss this guy so much. I missed him so much wow. simply because of the fact that, yeah, I'm going to name it, drop a name right now. Other than a guy like Matthew Progress, mm-hmm. you haven't heard anybody 100%. with that deep tone. One, the cadence. The cadence. Two, mm-hmm. the energy mm-hmm. and the beat selection. And when you add all those four things and then you bring it to a live aspect, because I've got to see Keita live mm-hmm. one time. And I literally was like, okay, I did everything I could. I'm leaving now. And I think there was like three more acts before you went on. I think was it was it Manifesto? The year you hosted? No. This is when I was like pre-pubescent host Ryan Chung. <laughs> <laughs> was it Manifesto? I can't remember when. What am I saying? Was the Red Bull? It was Red Bull. It was Red okay. Bull. It was the Red Bull sound. So like I believe it was at Adelaide Hall. Was it at Adelaide Hall? It may have been a Great Hall. No, Great, no, no, not Great Hall. Um, tattoo. Yes, tattoo. on Queen. Yeah, the tattoo. I was there too. Oh my! There's a couple. There's the yeah, Vince Staples. Yes. Yeah. Dude, remember, it was Vince, and there was supposed to be two other acts. After Kita came on the stage, I wanted to leave because I was like, "There's, there's no more I need to see." Uh-oh. Right. And somebody kind of relinquished on that and said the energy. We don't see that nowadays. 
and because everybody's either you know obviously rapping with a track yeah uh bouncing bouncing around with like 20 30 of their groupie friends mm-hmm. on stage but there's no aspect of the love of the music do you think now because of the fact that I, I you're across the pond now you're you're back home mm-hmm. um is there days where you kind of think about them like man i'm actually glad i left toronto i'm actually glad i'm back home no because i don't feel like i left i think for Mm -hmm. me going back to bristol is what made me realize how canadian i am (laughs) (laughs) because like brits don't hold no punches Mm -hmm. no i'm canadian boy there 100%. 100%. I'm not back home. To them, it's like, nah, you're Anytime Canadian boy. Sometimes I get called boy. Canadian boy. Like, I come in, it's like, no, he's from the six. Like, that's... <laughs> wow, but so, you were born and raised up there. But, and that's the thing. I had to sit with myself and look at it like, well, I have been there for like 19 years. Mm-hmm. I went through high school. I know more about Brampton man's, <laughs> Saga man's, or like Scarborough man's. Do you man's. know of a, of a Bristol man or a Manchester man? Or a, I know no. my brother's friends. Yeah, I know the scene that I was exposed to when I was there for like school, like Christmas or in the summer. Mm-hmm. So I saw parts of it. I was able to spectate, but I, I realized I've lived a chunk of my life here. And then it also kind of spoke volumes to how I want to move forward. Mm-hmm. It's like, there is no place that is the solution for me. I intend to bring this energy to different places. Mm-hmm. I need to bring mm-hmm. this love, this music, this vibe to more cities, connect with more people. Bristol and Saga is just the base for me. You know, that's where I, I recenter and I'm going to go back and forth consistently. Well, being such a being such a pure <laughs> lyricist, what do you feel about this new school style of rap? And especially, no, no, you know what you want to say. Drew. No, I'm just I'm just asking a question right now. You just allowed me to set. It's called the setup. Yeah, right. no, because Drew wants to really say, what do you feel to, about these Toronto? What do you feel the Toronto man? Even even to, even to the new school of Toronto to the new school of what's been going on in the UK. How do you feel about the transition that that hip hop and and rap has made? I actually love it. Really. It's exciting to me. It's exciting to me because I remember a time when we had to fight for certain platforms. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's kind of like the Trump situation, right? Mm-hmm. For something to recenter itself, it has to visibly look like something is being forgotten. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like there's a part being missed. And I think anybody that knows rap and hip hop knows that one, the root of it is breaking the rules and not listening. 100%. To anyone. 100%. So if the youth are doing something that I may not get, that means they're doing the right thing because it's just a cycle of rap. And that's why I think it's the greatest genre because we're not bound by anything. By rules. It's not like rock where it's like I need these elements to classify, to classify as, rock. as rock. Mm-hmm. I could take a jazz track, add my drums to it, it's rap. I could take a distorted guitar, add my drums to it, it's rap. Mm-hmm. I can do whatever I want in this genre. I feel free, you know, and with mumble rap, with whatever it is, I think it's just more of how we need money, Mm -hmm. why things have gone the way they've gone, you know, like you, whether it's the people on the other side of the industry who want to make money off that talent, whether it's the person who knows if they do a certain melodic over a certain kind of beat, you know, it's just going to go viral. But to me, that's hollow because one, you can't make seven albums like that. Hundred. So that 
10 racks you make, be a genius with it, flip it, start a business. Mm -hmm. Because you're going to be in and be out, and I hope that you're smart enough to know that. You know, and, and build something from that. But if you think if you think you're following what somebody else made popular and you're going to build a career off mm -hmm. of that, it's just not going to work. And do you feel that it's, um, oh, we're good for time. No, no, we're good. We're, yeah. we're, we're great we're for time. Great for time. <laughs> um, do, you, do you feel that it has longevity? Do you think it's going to last in this style or are we going to flip it out like a crunk? Or? I don't, but I don't feel like anything has longevity. Mm. You know, I feel like the moment you feel you can be complacent, it's the moment you start losing touch. Mm. But I also think that's an important part of just doing the work and being present because things will evolve naturally. I'm glad you mentioned work because, and even like touching on the aspects of the money aspect, and that's where sometimes, as much as I hate to kind of go towards that route, it, it's it's necessary and it's needed. Um, I've, I've heard a lot of grievances about, you know, artists working with Factor, um, a lot of artists working with SoCan mm -hmm. and it not really go or even like Ontario Arts Councils and they're and they're they're seeking the funds they're giving and they're showing, but for some odd reason it's like, you know, the government has all these grants, but it's like, okay, well, you gotta catch it on this eight hundred <laughs> foot yeah, pole. Right? Did you ever find yourself in a, a bracket where, you know, you had to kinda go those routes, but you're like, you know what? I can do this by myself. I like did. you didn't need the backing of the Canadian government or these grants to really do it for you. I think the only album I, well, I guess there's two albums in my catalog where I've actually tried to get grants for mm -hmm. is Water. Water was hot. Yeah. <laughs> and it was Friendly Reminders. Mm. And with Water, so I finished a headphone and I was just like, sound wise, I'm like, I feel like I need to do something different. And I just want to explore more. And then I met um aya in south by southwest mm -hmm. and we got to talking she helped me secure a grant for water and the problem with for me with that was i didn't know what creating with a budget looked like because i had just been creating right it's not had a budget i'm like yo let's get the studio yeah. let's get the mandem come through just make beats i'm gonna do some demos long story short i recorded the project and scrapped the whole thing Jeez. Because I didn't like it, ended up, now the budget's gone, <laughs> ended up recording an album that I loved, and that was Water. So that was my first experience. And after that, I'm like, this whole getting money or applying for money, having a deadline, like, mm. I don't, cr I just create. It puts a level of pressure on you. In some sense, it puts a, a level of pressure. It just no? makes me overthink the process. It's like I was doing this anyway. Mm -hmm. You know, like I shouldn't have waited to get money to start doing this or gotten money and then started to think about what I was going to do. Like the whole relationship with the money I needed to create mm -hmm. was complicating for me at that time. I was like 2012. Mm -hmm. um, so chaos theory, I was just like, could we curse? Oh, go yeah, ahead. I was like, fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yo. My um my homie was mentoring me, and he um he was getting a lot of industry experience at that time, and he was just telling me things, and I was just like, yo, honestly, I'm gonna do my own thing, and then I made Chaos Theory, and from that point, I was like, yeah, I'm doing my own thing, and then with Friendly Reminders, mm -hmm. is because from all the attention that was built, then it came into a label discussion, but the songs were ready, mm -hmm. and I'm talking with labels, and that's 
that moment for me is horrible because it just stalls my creativity. Because now we're like, we're dissecting things that to me, I feel like don't need to be dissected in terms of deals. It's like either it makes sense or it doesn't, you know? And that moment, in that moment I realized, one, I just need to focus on the work, Mm -hmm. present a project, then figure out what the money's gonna look like. But the music isn't the hard part for me. And that's what I need to keep consistent. The the overthinking of these contracts and the grant system mm-hmm. is just, I don't think it's helping us as artists because we're basing how we create off of being approved by somebody else. I think mm-hmm. like, Drop a bomb on that right? Like, damn, it's, it's gonna kill your creativity. And I think what they're trying to do with the grant system is great, Yeah, but what they're making us do to get these grants. Mm-hmm. And I think that's it's just a thing of people being out of touch and you know, I gotta write a better business plan or the budget don't make sense. It's like, it, there needs to be more of like, how great is this music? What do we see this artist being able to do? And what micro grants look like? Yeah. How do we just get this artist to these showcases? How do we see somebody who's progressing? Because I feel like there are plenty of times for me in the past that somebody from any of these places could have been like, listen, you could take a grand or two grand to do this with. You're applying for this much for this, but you don't need a thousand CDs. Hundred percent. Like, I still got CDs from that. Not in my head, everybody. <laughs> I'm not in my head because you this, know? Is, this is this is you're in school Trust right me. now in the in in Kitajuma 101. Right? I hope it's you're like, taking left taking <laughs> taking notes, kids. Merch as well, man. Merch, like all these things, because we <laughs> I've get wasted a lot of money. Yo, we Too we much. get this money and then we buy Four all this seven. stuff. And we stay in Toronto. Yeah, 100%. We should be trying to send our artists places. We should be trying to get them in communities where it makes sense for them. Like, and then building from that, like an, an organic growth. So the money, let, let's spend the money on traveling. Mm. Even throughout Canada. But me printing a thousand CDs to try and sell at a show in Toronto where people are skeptical. <laughs> it's... <laughs> <laughs> you see what I'm saying? I get what you're saying. Is this thing that I feel that's, and the winters we go through, how we can end up feeling like we're going crazy. But every time any artist from Toronto leaves and comes back, they're like, ah, it's just us. It's like a new state of mind. In a yeah. Sense. It's like a new state of mind in a sense. It's like we have everything we need. Like grants or no grants. And then once you realize that, then the grants start coming. <laughs> Something I've realized from you is you've always got a great year for music. Who are you listening to now? Matthew Progress, of course. Damn right. Claremont. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Did you get to watch the Juno's this past Sunday, too? I didn't. I've just been horrible with TV okay. the past All year. Right. We'll continue. Sorry. That's yeah, we'll, touch we'll, we'll touch on that. We'll touch on that. We'll right. continue. <laughs> um, who else? I don't know. I have my um, my Spotify playlist that, that I work on with all the songs that I that yeah, I listen to Kita Juma. Yeah, I also listen to myself. I actually listen to myself a lot. Um, <laughs> well, there's nothing wrong with that. You're enjoying good music, right? Yeah, exactly. Because, um, because you, shouldn't, you should know your worth and you should know the quality of what you give each time. Exactly. Right? Like, and, I, and I enjoy it. I, I think it's, it's fun for me just being able to experience it with my daughter too, right? Mm-hmm. Like I play my songs with her now. She's kind of like my little A&R. <laughs> I had a photo shoot and I was like which picture do you think we should go with <laughs> and the funny fact is, is they know they don't know. listen don't let kids fool hey, you, man, kids, you. Don't kids are if super a kid gets a song stuck in their head 
that means it's catchy. Because it's a feeling, right? Yeah, yeah, it's a feeling you're feeling. Like, there was one song of mine, actually. What, only one song she wasn't feeling. It was Telephone, Chaos Theory. Mm. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I think it's because the tone of the it. Tone? It's like a, just the notes, the sounds. She's just like, I don't know about this one, Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> But other than that, though, she sings along with most of the tracks. That's why it's always good to let your kids know that you can do it, too. Because, like, be known to you, like, the music DNA has just been in him. Even just talking about, even just hearing his uncle. I think it transfers through genetics. Yeah, Yeah, you think so? I think 100%. Well, my father's like a DJ. I consider my father a DJ to this day. Hold on. DJ or a sound man? Because, you know, there's two different... Both. Okay. Because Let's he's established, right? Yeah. He's like a graphics engineer by trade, like you fix printers. Mm-hmm. But um, he, he, like, I was going through his, like, I don't know, his storage, and he had a list of like the history of reggae that he made and laminated. Sound man, <laughs> <laughs> right? It was like six pages, ten tracks. It's like years. Was it fire though? I even it was just a list. I was like, you just made a list. <laughs> I was like, those are tapes. We got tapes, got records, put me onto um, Scatolites. Oh, wow. It's like, he explained it as like before ska, it's like mm-hmm. jazz and reggae music. Yo, that's all I was listening to. From like March to... I just helped you with your first your, your new beat. Yo. Anyway, <laughs> oh my God, I, got, I got my soul can't right? We got our soul can't <laughs> credit. <laughs> I'm maple syrup exactly. production, baby. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> man. But yeah, um, so I was around like the record store you go to in Bristol. Um, he had a great relationship with the guy who owned the store because they played rugby together in in high school. Mm. So he would give my father a bunch of CDs and tell him to return the ones he didn't like and only pay for the ones he liked. So like I remember like the game was my dad would come home and he wouldn't show us the CD case. He'd just put the CD in and play it. Mm-hmm. And you hear like the intro. And it's like I had to guess who it was. You're just sitting down. He always had nice speakers. So we're listening on great speakers, mind mm-hmm. you, in the living room, me and my brothers. It's like, and I would like the one time I remember was Usher My Way album. When he played that, I was like, <laughs> To have your dad coming with an Usher Raven album, man? <laughs> right? That's like, right. I don't know how to feel. <laughs> That's educating. Yeah. You're educating your kids. But it was point. everything. Yeah. It was like Usher My Way, and then it was um, Snoop Dogg, Doggy Style. <laughs> You know, which is very important, and and then it was Aswad, you know, and it was just so it just became a thing about what what does great music sound mm-hmm. like, you know, not I love this genre, it's just is it great? Do you want to? This is this is, this I'm, is I'm like sitting I down know, taking I notes, know. dude. Like I, I know it's like he can just continue talking for the rest. Like I don't have to I don't have to ask him nothing. But. I know this, but I know he's on the timeline too. He's I know, got things right. to do today. No, what's the time? We can talk um, for a bit longer. Yeah, no, no, we can go for about forty minutes. A, l- a little bit, give yeah, or take. Yeah, yeah. But um, I always tend to ask all of our guests that usually come in, and I'm, there's many times I've asked this question, Drew, too. Like, where do you see the vision of not just Toronto, not just the Toronto sound, but the Canadian sound overall, like in the next five, ten years? Obviously, you're, we've seen the big, mm-hmm. the big guns, yeah. the Drakes, the Weekends, the Justin Bieber's, Trailblazers, the Trailblazers, yeah. in a sense, just bust open the scene. Um, but do you do you find it to continue like this after a while? Will the world stop listening to artists from Canada? Or I don't Canada? think so. I think it's only going to get bigger. I feel like it's only going to get bigger and better for Canadian artists. I think we're just at the beginning. 
Mm-hmm. And we're literally like just at the beginning. I think it's crazy what Drake did. I like, I remember what it looked like before. Mm-hmm. And I remember his ambition. I remember hearing first Drake track. And just he hearing was hungry. How, right? He was hungry. And, and just seeing everything for me. And also like we're from Toronto. So everybody knows somebody, mm-hmm. a part of Drake's camp. Like, is, is inspiring. Which and is it, quite frightening, too, at the same time. <laughs> right? But neither here nor there. Go mm-hmm. on. <laughs> but it, and, and to see what's happened after the fact, but also see now the Toronto artists who are the most successful ones are at a point where they're not competing with each other. Mm. The, the example of that setting for the next generation, I feel the collaboration aspect, what we don't have, I feel like Canada will be the next Atlanta. I feel like we got the sauce and the juice. And the barbecue. And, and the chicken. Right? And the syrup. We have a grant system. And the system. syrup, yes. Mm-hmm. Yo, Very important. We have a grant system that if we use efficiently. It's free money. That mm-hmm. can, like, efficiently. So if we approach this from a different aspect, we stop however we were going at it before, and we connect with each other, mm-hmm. we build, we take the time, and we move through Canada. Canada Canada's a very young country, and being in the UK, mm-hmm. it, like, made me realize how old that country is. Traditions, all these things are just set in like stone. Literally, yeah. Canada, everything is is new. Like mm-hmm. the bad parts of the history is so recent. So mm-hmm. the healing process of those things in the collective conscience of everybody who lives here is still kind of there. Whereas in the UK, nothing really happened that was that traumatic on their land. They mm-hmm. left the country. So mm-hmm. that transition that I feel is happening now. I feel like it's and and that's what's inspiring for me to be back here because I'm like this is the place where the roots are being set because 50 to 100 years from now now do you see yourself staying in the UK and pursuing music or do you see yourself coming back here I'm gonna be both places oh like I'm because there aka Keytech gonna be stinking ass rich so he can do that (laughs) shit (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but, but that's the thing there's enough out there right exactly right and and i i look forward to be uh to to employing people who i respect and care about and helping them live their best life mm-hmm. like through me pursuing something i enjoy you know like there's that's inspiring to me you know and and being here and being there I'm just like, I think I would be a fool to say, no, nah, I'm just going to stay here because it's, it's like, it don't work like that. Mm-hmm. It's the future. Mm-hmm. You're not, the borders for countries, it don't work the same. Like, we have the internet where we can connect with people and we haven't had that access ever. Right. And we're at the beginning of it. So I look at it as, that could get locked up in the next 50 years. I couldn't be able to just hit up somebody in Lagos and be like, yo, you make music, I'm going to come through. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can do that right now. It's just your own fear, your your own like procrastination that prevents you from just going somewhere else and building with people. But we're at that point where everything's so new that you can connect in the ways that are important. And I like the word "go" because that seems to be the 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 rhetoric. Yeah, between the between the artists, artists and the producer have yeah. that right, Drew. Um, if you want to give one piece of advice to an artist that's listening right now, artist, producer, whoever, that's kind of afraid or kind of on the helm of going um where you kind of had to you know leave bristol come here do music you you blow up now you go back to bristol um what would that work that piece of advice be to that artist for them to really give them that one extra like kick in the butt don't be afraid to be alone 
Mm. Yo, you know when you get like some kind of. Wow. <laughs> you know when you get. You know what? God, Chang all shook up. <laughs> right? What, elaborate on that. In every aspect, man. Like I punched me in my stomach. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I've I've had like moments in my life where, you know, you have your community and you want to do something, and it's not that everybody else doesn't want to do what you want to do, mm-hmm. but sometimes you just have to say, "Well, I, well I'm gonna do this." You know, it's like, and it may I may isolate myself for a period of time, but I gotta know that. Sometimes you just have to go at it alone. It doesn't mean you have to be alone, but not everybody one is going to identify with your vision, and that's okay because everybody has their different life. You can't expect everybody to have the same version of what pursuing your goals or your dreams looks like. But I know for me, what I can hope is along that journey, I can bump into and meet those people, and we can continue this journey. It's only just because. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Sorry. When can we expect some more new music, man? Oh, very soon. Oh, this is good. It's like, it's ready. It's actually ready. I'm just like, I don't know. I'm trying to do weird industry stuff and email people and like send it to them before. <laughs> I'm just like trying to do the motions. You know, like the way I look at it now is. If if I'm cool with making the music, let's just like start switching up other aspects of this process and see what happens, but not overthinking it because it may get to a point. It's like with friendly reminders. I was like sending it out to writers and sending it like, oh, mm-hmm. check this out, da, 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 and didn't really get too many responses. But I'm like, all right, time to put it out, you know, because I'm not gonna sit on this project like say it's the last song I'm gonna make. This is what I do. Like mm-hmm. it's just actually like. When it hits eight o'clock and I put my daughter to sleep and I sit in the room, I play a beat and write, <laughs> you know? And then the next day I'll listen to it, be like, you know, do I like this? Do I not like it? Can I change this? But it's, it's just like a ritual and it's a habit and it's therapy and it's self-love and self-care. And I don't think that's gonna change for me, just the people who I create with. Mm-hmm. And, but yeah, it's, it's what I enjoy doing. Well, I know Toronto got mad love for the kid. Yep. And, I uh, felt it. I really felt it. I know it. you're here for a little bit, but yo, whenever you're back in town, don't even don't even second guess to come through and mm-hmm. just chat with us. I know you're a very mysterious guy and you don't like to do this stuff, but yo, we are me and Drew are elated that you're here. Thank you for for stopping through, man. I come through Drew's fam. Like it's a fam. What are you talking about, man? Yo, for me as a fan, <laughs> this is this is big for me, okay? This is oh, well thank you. Like, thank you. You punched me in my me. gut with those words. And um I don't even know what to do with myself right now, man. <laughs> um what Kita Juma song do you want to stand the show with? Um Calm Chi. That's gonna be our hotcake. You heard the man. It's like, yo, be calm as you pursue these things and just try to be still with yourself at times and then go hard. It's balance. Do you guys hear this knowledge? Too much gems! <laughs> Please listen to the gems this man is dropping. I hope you've had your notepad. I hope artists are listening to the wise words. And this is only 40 minutes. <laughs> You're lucky we didn't do a two-hour show today. Yo, listen. Right. Listen. You're here till the 8th. You, yeah. be- you better not... Listen, 
It's the Maple Syrup Podcast. <laughs> it's the Maple Syrup Podcast. Thanks for coming through, bro. Thank you for having me. What more can I say? I feel a little You were actually now. in range. I was? Thank you. Yeah. It's uh, a little bit. Uh, off of first listen. If know, I go back and yo, shout out to I'll write an apology. If shout out to my vocal coach. Don't know. Uh-uh. Gang, gang. Who's your vocal coach? I don't have a vocal coach. I just listen to old videos of Brandy and Patti LaBelle and Gerald Levert. You're BT real? Awards. Great conversation. Gita Juma, it, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, man. I can't wait till the music comes out. He said it's coming. He said he's got yes. something real soon for us, and you know where to listen to it. That's right. But um, I guess that's it. So the only thing we can do is listen. If you have not got a chance to follow up on all 20, 21, 20 episodes. Of all the other one. 20 episodes. Please go back and have a listen. If you've listened to it before, listen again. It's fun, especially because when you hear stuff out of place, like the Christmas episode. I'll be there. The first, like, five were trash. Very trash. We got better. With time, that, that's it's like fine wine, like fine syrup. You know, you just got to hit the right tree. Boom. Well, you can't, you Boom. can't take the sap first and foremost, right? That's right. You gotta let it. <laughs> you gotta let it marinate. You gotta let it coordinate. You know what I'm saying? But no, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Give us five stars on Apple Podcasts, on Google Play, and remember, we're also on ICN.DJ. And follow us, Maple Syrup Podcast on Instagram, Maple Syrup Show on Twitter. Follow me, our. Di- uh, What's mine again? R-D-O-T. C-G-U-G. Wow. Guy, it's the sushi, man. Follow me on <laughs> both Instagram and Twitter at AJLift1. And remember to follow, of course, our host, Kitajuma at K-E-I-T-A-J-U-M-A. The music is coming, people. So stay tuned for that. But uh, we had asked him, obviously, earlier what song he would want, what song would he want to hear from his catalog. And we're going to make it this week's hot cake of the week or the final hot cake uh, for this season which is calm chi from the one and only kj remember maple syrup is sweet not sappy have a great day month week have a great easter weekend have too. a great easter long weekend you too drew enjoy yeah, the too, htb man. bun man gotta get that i gotta get me some get you some cheese i gotta get me some king snapper mm, some butterfish just a, so it go. Just, a, just a plethora of fishes pause this weekend. <laughs> Have a great day. Stay safe, people. Yeah. Ooh, give me some of that sweet, sweet syrup, baby. Then I need my calm, I need my chill, I need my chi 
prayer before I start, I did forget she remind me Panoramic vision with the info you receive Info you yeah. receive Tools and an opportunity A fact you're cruising out too How you gonna make it to the lead? Learn the tools and if you do Find a crew that's about to dream Fall through and calculate That's how you do my G Stay calm in the pressure They hype up in emotions You nice of lesson My mind is an ocean Didn't let it get infected I believe in you, you, you Despite the oppression Like a flight but don't catch it Ride your bike or pop wheelies Fly the spike, who gets it? Kind of mind when they see me Two times for the OGs The one that gave real blessings Oh me, oh me, oh me, oh my No time like the present Sit down when you need to Don't rush this essence Boy, loving this answer Why you hating this question? Don't lose your mind at time No one help you get it So keep yourself in tune and listen when it's hectic I need my fight, I need my mind, I need my chi Then I need my calm, I need my chill, I need my chi Prayer for I start, I did forget she remind me Panoramic vision with the info you receive I need my fight, I need my mind, I need my chi Then I need my calm, I need my chill, I need my chi Prayer for I start, I did forget she remind me Panoramic vision with the info you receive Info you receive It's Art Chung. And it's Drewski. And if you want to sponsor our show... The please, Maple Syrup, please, you should probably sponsor. Yes, please, we do need it. I want the monies. But no, on a serious note, <laughs> <laughs> we want you to sponsor our show. This show could be your show, too. So hit us up at info at media, 40, F-O-R-T-Y, T-W-O dot com. So that's info at media, 42.com. And let us know. We'll send our rates. And maybe the show could be sponsored by you. you. Hmm. Link in our description. By description, I mean in the details of the podcast. That's right. It's the Maple Syrup Podcast, baby. Cheer.